Good evening, this is Mandy Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News. A Nottoway man suffered minor injuries in a single vehicle accident this afternoon. The Union County Sheriff's Office's 23-year-old Donovan Bridges was driving a 2000 Buick Century on US 34 when he failed to negotiate a curve. The vehicle went into the ditch and rolled two times. Bridges was able to exit the vehicle through the broken rear window. Bridges suffered a laceration over his right eye and was transported to the Greater Regional Medical Center by ambulance. The vehicle was a total loss. Auditor of State Rob Sand today released a report on a special investigation of the East Union Community School District Early Childhood Center for the period July 1, 2020 through August 31, 2022. The special investigation was requested by district officials because of concerns regarding certain payroll transactions involving custodian at the ECC, Grant Hall, and the director, Hope Hall. Sand reported the special investigation identified $4,453 of improper payroll and $760 of related payroll costs paid to Mr. Hall. However, because ECC records were not sufficiently maintained, it was not possible to determine if additional payroll transactions were improperly recorded or if additional amounts were improperly dispersed. Sand recommended district officials implement procedures to ensure the ECC internal controls are strengthened, including developing policies and procedures to prevent district staff from hiring, supervising, and approving time records for family members or relatives. In addition, district staff should review payroll and related supporting documentation to determine reasonableness of hours worked and ensure adequate supporting documentation be maintained for overtime and hours worked outside of an employee's normal shift. Copies of the report have been filed with the Union County Attorney's Office, the Iowa Division of Criminal Investigation, and the Iowa Attorney General's Office. A copy of the report is available for review on the Auditor of State's website at Special Interest Report. Finalizing the Audubon County Courthouse HVAC project continues to challenge the Board of Supervisors. The county has been working on this project for over two years. No bids were submitted last spring, so the supervisors rebid it this month. Three contractors submitted bids, but there is one problem. The low bid came in 20% higher than the engineer's estimate. Audubon County Supervisors Chairman Doug Sorensen says the low bid came in at $2.83 million, and the high bid was $3.5 million. Well, those were some sh- kind of shocking numbers. <laughs> the, the funny, the, the the cost of this thing has started off seven hundred to one point one million is kind of where he, uh, Andy Ellings from Tamlin parked it uh, two years ago. But but the the cost of components has increased. We received uh, one point one million in in ARPA money, but once you go to a federal, then you got to pay a federal wage scale. That increased it some. We've done some changes in tr- improving. Uh, Ventilation and redundancy, which increased, you know, more components, and 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 just the cost of everything has gone up, and it it just it seems like it just got it got really big. On Tuesday, the supervisors reviewed the bids and conceded across the board that this was too much money. Sorensen says they have one million dollars in ARPA funding, and the county would kick in another one million. Sorensen says another eight hundred thousand dollars is too much for the county to spend. Try and get it down somewhere around two million dollars, and then push forward, but. Uh, so we're still in the process. Even though we've got bids in, we're going to try and dial this thing back by 800000 or so. Sorensen says the project will not have to be bid. The supervisors did not accept the bid until they backed the cost down to where they were comfortable. The supervisors will work with the low bidder, Graphite Construction, to lower the price. 
The Adair County Board of Supervisors acknowledged receipt of the City of Adair Urban Renewal Plan Amendment notice at their meeting this morning. Auditor Mandy Berg said they are required to send a notice whenever they are making changes that affect the taxes, and Adair is adding property into their TIF that was never originally put into the plan. And it's just that Wilson Welding Company right off the interstate, that property right there that they're adding into it. So they are sending notice that Wednesday, November 8th at 6.30 p.m., the city will have their public hearing for adding that to the urban renewal plan. Another action, the supervisors approved a request from recorder Janelle Schneider for a contract to crop and enhance previously scanned images. Schneider said there are 1,049 images that still need cropped and enhanced before they can be replaced on the Iowa land records and in their system. Treasurer Brenda Wallace announced the resignation of Clerk Beth Smith. The supervisors approved Wallace starting the hiring process to replace Smith. The board approved the VA building lease, a courtyard use permit for holiday lighted displays from November 10th to January 31st, and a letter of support for the North and Middle River Watershed Grant application. The supervisors also approved a resolution for Adair County Integrated Roadside Vegetation Funding and authorizing engineer Nick Kaufman to sign the grant agreement for $30,000 funding assistance for a new hydro cedar. The Governor's Traffic Safety Bureau announces $11 million in federal grant funds to be distributed statewide from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration for the 2024 federal fiscal year. Bureau Chief Brett Chepke says the Governor's Traffic Safety Bureau is pleased to allocate these funds to support traffic safety partners across Iowa. Well, yeah, over the past five years, almost 1,700 lives have been lost in Iowa uh, for in traffic crashes. And it's just vital for us at the Governor's Traffic Safety Bureau to to have partners with city, county, and state, local organizations to implement strategies to you know reduce death and injury on Iowa's roadways. Chapke says the leading culprits continue to be the same that are killing people on Iowa's roads. Drivers are going too fast. They're driving while they're impaired. Uh, they're driving distracted, and they don't wear their seatbelts. Um, and uh, and so we just encourage people to protect themselves and uh, you know, protect their loved ones and, uh, and be safe out on the roads. That's, uh, that's our mission. That's uh, uh, one life lost is too many. And, uh, and so we're, we're here to try to try to reduce that number and, and get it down as close to zero or to zero if ever possible. Chepke says these funds will increase public awareness, educate, collect data, train, and enforce. The goal is to improve safety for all those sharing the road. The funds will be distributed to law enforcement partners for equipment, education, and enforcement projects. The Governor's Traffic Safety Bureau is also distributing funds to support non-law enforcement traffic safety initiatives. New partnerships include the Iowa Bicycle Coalition, Mothers Against Drunk Driving, the Iowa Restaurant Association, and Lutheran Services in Iowa. Lutheran Services in Iowa will use Governor Traffic Safety Bureau funds to help educate, build confidence, and promote safe driving habits among refugees. More news online at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Eddie Bellings with KSOM and KS95 News.